In three, two, one, action. Welcome to Fade In, a show where we talk about the movies we make and the movies we love. I'm Tess. And I'm Chris. Also in the studio, we have a voice you've heard before, Mike Rabel. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I feel like I'm having deja vu. All over again? All over again. We're here to not talk about what we're actually making this time, uh, which is most of what our past episodes have been. We are here to just talk about the movies that we have been watching. So um, so the next thing we've been watching is um, something that uh, Mike and Chris have both been uh, raving about. I don't know about raving, but well, talking about, sure. talking about. It's been in the, in the zeitgeist conversation. Um, Cloverfield, the remake of Cloverfield. It's, a, it's not well, a remake. Uh, also on Netflix. It's not so a prequel. All right. Explain to our audience what it is, because okay, I did not see so it. Okay, so this is where, like, there will be serious spoilers, because in order to talk about this movie, it it has to be spoiled. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit here and go, it's all right. Uh, I am a huge fan of Cloverfield. Like, I saw the original in 2008, I think, 2009, maybe. Now, what was the and original about? The original was basically a new Godzilla story, and it was amazing. And it, so it, it was it was a found footage film, so it was like the Blair Witch Project. It was when that era was starting, right? Yeah, it was the like the second biggest movement. found footage yeah. uh, film out there. And then after Cloverfield, in all honesty, everything went downhill because like Blair Witch and Cloverfield were great found footage films. But like after that, eh. right? Um, you mean in terms of found footage films, not in terms of the series of Cloverfield? Movies. No, yeah, just found footage films. Gotcha, no, because gotcha, yeah. like I was gonna get to like next is like so the first one is basically a Godzilla story. There's a, a monster from the sea and it attacks New York City, right? Um, in Ten Cloverfield Lane, the second one, the second one. So this is actually gonna spoil all of the Cloverfield things. Uh, in Ten Cloverfield Lane, we find out that they're like. Another attack happens. Ten Cloverfield Lane is brilliant. John Goodman is an amazing actor. It's incredible. I, I really liked him. Um, and it it's t- it takes place in an underground bunker, and it's basically a story about these people trying to survive this mysterious attack on Earth, and we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that in the end, they're aliens, or maybe they're not aliens. They're just weird organic life forms that fly around like aliens do and stuff like that because like the ship is alive at the end there man like it opens up it like when it opens up its bay door on the bottom that's a mouth like yeah. that's not a <laughs> it's not a bay door it's like a mouth and it's gross um yeah. in the best way though oh yeah so then um cloverfield paradox so i i honestly don't know how 10 cloverfield lane links to these other two films because cloverfield paradox does directly link and i think i have a theory of exactly how it links i i've avoided watching right. all of the theory stuff so far because there's a lot out I, there i've i dove into it the, this franchise it's great is one of the most like chock full franchises oh, yeah. of fan theories ever oh yeah because it is like jj abrams is the master of like the vaguest possible link between a and b that you can like do it. It's just like oh, it's maybe in the same timeline, well, and people go. He's also well, if you look at the second seventy six. He he also I think he also um, is good at marketing 
that that vague, yes. that vague marketing is really where he he. That's shines. the reason that franchise is successful is because when the original Cloverfield trailer came out, nobody knew what was going on. Um, like it didn't even reveal the title. I don't think. No, it did not reveal no. the title. All yeah. you saw was the um, the head of the Statue of Liberty just flying into the into New York City, mm-hmm. and, and it, New York City was on fire, and that was pretty much it. You had no yeah. idea why. You didn't know if it was going to be a war movie, if it was going to be like some sort of monster movie, if it was going to be like anything. It could have been anything. Yes, mm. and that's the same thing with the Cloverfield Paradox. Is they dropped that trailer on the Super day Bowl it released, and then released it after the game. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah. on Netflix? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So that was the day it was revealed, nobody yep. knew that this was on Netflix, that this was being made. Anything. I mean, people speculated that there were. Well, there there was a the lot rumor of speculation was that, that there two was a Cloverfield. Cloverfield movies are coming out yeah. this year. Yep. And this is apparently the first one, and there's another one that's going to be actually in theaters. So, what is the content of this film that just came out? How does this? So the this, other two are monster, and it's a, then we're a gonna, bunch. Yeah. What's the third one? Yeah. So, so like without like retelling the whole story, we'll basically go into like the base synopsis of what you'd want to know before spoilers start to hit. Like humanity's running out of power, which we are, uh, and they send up these uh, this this team, uh, and it's the 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 space station's called like Cloverfield, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where they are testing a like a hadron collider type thing to try and right. create i think fusion or fission energy when it was like some, some some sort of like infinite power source right like that's what they're trying to create up there it's a mcguffin it's a mcguffin it really is because in that time they they uh when they finally succeed it puts them in an alternate reality and like i i honestly was not a huge fan of this one because i called yeah. all of it before it even like happened it was very by the numbers right uh, in terms of that, like even at the end, um, massive spoiler, when the Cloverfield monster from the original Cloverfield leaps out from the clouds, I felt a little fanboy giddiness, but I was like, I knew it well, was in there somewhere. On, People have speculated that it's not the same one. It's not the same one. I know no. it's not the same okay, one. I'm just cool, saying cool. it's that type of monster. Yes, yes. Because it can't be the same one because I believe that the parallel reality. It looks rea- way more like adult. I be- yes, it does because it's way bigger. It can reach up into the yeah. clouds, whereas the one that attacked New York City, by the by, was a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Blew up all of New York City, was a baby. And my theory is, is that the universe that they visited when they transport into that alternate reality, we find out that that planet is like the world that's at war. Yeah. I believe that uh, that is our Earth or the Earth that, you know, the Cloverfield monster originally attacked in the first one. That's my theory about it. I mean, the issue with the... When the world's... Because you got to understand, like, the Cloverfield monster issue on the Earth that exists with the Cloverfield space station only got there after the Cloverfield space station had switched realities yes. so i think it transported dimensions with like the space station it just kind of showed up there yeah they they it, it messes everything up because of the, because they introduced the alternate realities basically now every fan theory and no fan theory is valid at the same time because you could justify anything with oh that's a different universe yeah um so it kind of blows everything up in a way that i don't i don't i'm not i'm not a fan of either um, the one of the theories I've seen is that 
when they open up this portal for the first time in Cloverfield Paradox and go to the alternate reality that they open a door for the Cloverfield monsters to sort of go to various dimensions or whatever. But that's getting into the nitty-gritty. The thing that I really... Well, that's what I was basically saying, is that they opened the door because the Cloverfield monster didn't exist on the planet that the Cloverfield yeah. space station had a part of. Totally. Why would, why would, and just like, if people think that the Cloverfield episode, why would everybody be so shocked that the Cloverfield monster exists at the end of the movie if it already visited that Earth first? Second, why would they name the space station after the Cloverfield files that was originally, like, because the idea in the first one was the found footage uh, that you're watching is labeled by the Department of Defense as the Cloverfield incident. Right. So why would you name a space station that's going to save humanity after an incident that destroyed New York City? Well, I mean, but the thing is, um, mm. like, in in the Earth at the beginning of Cloverfield Paradox, one of like you know how there's the the news section and they talk about the paradox a little bit. At the beginning? Because they're worried about the Hadron Collider right. creating the, the, paradox, which is what we talk about, by the way, when we when we look at our 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 colliders. Yes. We talk about paradoxes happening when totally. those things but fire. The so. the guy who there was they basically talked to a guy that's considered like a conspiracy yeah. theorist person. Mm-hmm. He had the same last name as John Goodman's character. So people speculate that they're related, like brothers or something. Yeah, but the, I mean like then then if if that's also the case then how are they dealing with the alien attack because my my take is is i think cloverfield should have done one of two things i think either it should have strictly followed the story of these new kaiju american kaiju type things because you know like i think the cloverfield monster and i think the story behind the monster and the viral marketing were insane if you haven't like looked into it like look up the history they created websites and fake businesses to advertise this movie it's ridiculous fake virtual reality games and stuff too and so the and then so like i think they should have done that either that or what i thought they were doing when i saw 10 cloverfield lane because i honestly didn't think it was related to the first movie at all i thought they were going to start going for more of like a black mirror thing where each movie anthology. was cloverfield yeah it's an anthology but it all has to do with like various science fiction types of yeah tech mm-hmm. stuff yeah tech. well not yeah. tech just different science fiction uh, tropes right cuz it's not really about tech it's about like science fiction aliens taking over the world and surviving that way about or cloverfield? yeah i'm talking about black cloverfield mirror, yeah it, black yeah. mirror would be like the tech Ooh. anthology with tropes and then you'd have like cloverfield now with just like the sci-fi one that's what i thought they should have done and now it seems like just this big muddied water mess where i have no idea like what the end goal is supposed to be um so i'll say just one quick thought my biggest issue with specifically cloverfield paradox is that once you sort of enter this alternate dimension plot, mm-hmm. you really just have two options for the m- movies that are going to play out. Mm-hmm. You're either going to mm. be like a World War II plot of, of like, oh, we're stranded here, we got to come back home, uh, or, or we got to evacuate, or like a stranded like a stranded on a desert, deserted island, we got to go back to the mainland, or are going to be interstellar. Of like we're going through a wormhole and we're gonna explore some other shit, but like my issue with with that was like I feel like this movie wrote itself into a corner by being too. a we gotta go back home movie that immediately sort of 
tells you the whole movie. Whereas I thought it would have been much can more interesting if they landed on Earth and yeah. Can I? Can I just I, like I Planet just, of the Apes? Is it where they didn't know they were on Earth, but oh, they figure out they're on Earth? And that's the biggest dumb twist ever because they find the Statue of Liberty or whatever. Yeah. My last, I guess, my hope for this is is that because they've been hope. my new hope, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they have all of these different like. Um, tropes and 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 genres that they're going mm-hmm. with with the cloverfield name i'm hoping that this alternate reality plot is simply a one-off for that movie and i, right. I really think it will be in all honesty i think like they can just continue mm-hmm. telling these interesting stories without ever having to go back and reference that one i mean right. like in all honesty the only thing that linked cloverfield paradox with the original cloverfield movie is the kaiju at the end. Yeah, it's the last shot. And the kaiju is literally, yeah, like you said, the last shot. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it's a huge... I think I, yes. f- I feel like that part of the movie was just given like, hey guys, I know you've been wanting to see the monster right. for a while, here you go. I just hope that they're not <laughs> doing the thing with that franchise where to just keep making them that they progressively get like worse and worse. Once you realize what you are trying to go for and what kind of movie you actually are... Yeah, you can actually start to make good movies right. with what you have, but you know, so like Fast and Furious was going for serious action movies, like they wanted to do serious car action movies, and it didn't work. And they realized that people were just watching them because they were funny bad. So they went, "Screw it, we're gonna go B movie plot. Let's do it." And they did, and now they gross yeah. millions and millions of dollars, maybe a billion dollars. But anyways, like yeah, I I think the I think the plot for Cloverfield Paradox was paint by numbers and very easy to predict. It was generic sci-fi exactly, but stuff. I. I think that it wasn't it was, bad. Though. No, I don't it think it was all right. Yeah, like I was gonna say, I think it was all right, and I think what really kept it from being bad is the cast. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll just have to see how the next one comes out because apparently there's gonna be more than one this year. I'm just like, Based what on... the hell is this franchise? <laughs> I just, I'm just gonna, you know, Mike's doing a happy dance. This is Chris, and you've just finished listening to an episode of Fade In. If you like what you've been hearing so far, then you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can leave us a review. It helps rank us among other podcasts and helps push new ears to this type of content. Anyway, that's enough of plugging for me. I'll see you next time. As always, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Connecticut Filmworks.